Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast for the month of January 2020. Uh, this is the new year. It's been almost a month since I did the last one. I did the, the New Year's prediction. Remember that one? You guys helped me out doing that one. And um, we're back. We're back for a whole new year. And uh, we're back, like I said, if you heard me earlier, we're back with a whole new client. <laughs> I almost forgot the terminology. But we've got the same stellar uh, panel of guests. Uh, and I will start from my, I guess, my left or my right, and I'll move my way down. Paul from uh, Tesla Connects. Welcome to Hello. the show. Hey, how's, how's it going, buddy? How'd you like the finger show? Yeah, <laughs> the finger show. <laughs> oh, no. We're starting off on a good start already. Uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time, buddy, and I appreciate you helping out. That is my a pleasure. nice... Thank you for having that, me. No worries. That's a nice... Uh, why behind you there? Is that yours? Well, not technically, Could but be, it is the same color and it has the same wheels. So it's mine. You should have just said it was yours. <laughs> <laughs> Move, moving down, uh, the man needs no introduction. I think I said the exact same thing last time. Did I not, Darren? Darren from Drive Tesla Canada. Welcome to the show, buddy. Who? Oh, I thought you were talking about Franklin. <laughs> oh, Franklin. But we're going to get to him in a second. Thanks, Happy to be here. You know what? I just realized that I don't know how long it's been, but I, to me, because it just dawned on me, I finally got your name right. And I don't mean Darren. I mean, I finally got, remember when you were first on the show and I used to keep saying Drive Canada Tesla or Tesla Drive. <laughs> I used to butcher it. Now I've got it. It's, it's ingrained in my head, which, you know, it's not just my head. I think, like, I, I'm hearing your web era story pieces uh on so many different places on online on different podcasts i'm hearing it on ride lightning i'm hearing it on electric i'm hearing it all over the place like e even other news companies or outlets are using your stories such as i, I think your it was your story with uh that router uh, is it routers or routers or how do you pronounce that company uh, I've always pronounced it Reuters. Yeah. Reuters. Reuters. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So congratulations, buddy. You're, uh, you're putting in Thank the you. time and it's, it's showing the hard work is paying off. Uh, I don't know how you do it because the hours you, you must carry. And is it, let me ask you before we go on to the copycat, let me just ask you, and I know this show isn't about you and I, I know how you hate being centered out, but is it, is it harder being, where you are in a different time zone than than the rest of the country, I guess you could say. I don't, and I and I don't mean to sound like stupid like that. Uh, it, it can sometimes uh, yeah. be a be a detriment. Like if something happens early in the morning, um, like sometimes Tesla releases their earnings and stuff early in the morning. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'm a little late on that, but at, at, in the same token, sometimes they do stuff late at night that is beneficial to be on the West coast. It's not two o'clock in the morning True, on yeah. the East coast. So yeah, it balances yeah. out, I think. That's good. And, and it obviously helps with your headquarters uh, in California. And I wonder how, how it is that'll, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if that'll change. Is it officially Texas now? Have they officially yep. moved? Oh, that's right. Well, they, they've officially uh, registered as being based in Texas. I don't think they actually have, built their 
Okay, what so is they have to be their be their headquarters. They just take up office space in Pika, Texas, right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope they have room in that place because it looks pretty tiny. They might have to cram yeah. themselves. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Franklin. <laughs> I didn't know my screen didn't freeze or anything, guys. I was just dramatic, dramatic from? pause. What? From? from? From where? From your own basement. That's all I know. No, from, from. Nope. No, look at my background. Yeah, see, that's what I'm not getting. Like, you're confusing <laughs> my audio listeners now because they're like, and, and you're teasing them too. Well, A, you're confusing the. the if they want to see, it, they have to go to YouTube. Yeah, the video listeners are confused, but the audio listeners are just like, what is he talking about? Like, like I can't get to see the video. I'm in my car. I want to. I want you guys to explain it to me. So, so Dax and I have the same background. He copied me. <laughs> <laughs> can Can you, uh, Franklin? Can yeah. you do me a favor? Can you move yeah. the microphone a little bit? Yeah, no problem. No, I meant the one. <laughs> <laughs> if I copied you, you wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> Hold on, Dax, one second. No, don't do it. Don't waste your time. Okay, let's get to the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I was thinking of topics when I started when I started thinking about doing a podcast this week. And, of course, there's, it's no surprise. The whole panel, including myself, we're all Canadian. But it's, I started thinking to myself, like, you know, other than the obvious Canadian thing, like, is there other stuff to talk about other than what we're waiting for next week, which is the earnings calls a week from today. And a week from today, we'll probably have tons more to talk about, hopefully. But before we even speculate on that, and we can touch on that a little bit if you want, I wanted to talk about, you know, the other stuff since I was last on the podcast on New Year's and stuff like that. Uh, what, we're, what we're talking about in, in, in the news and you know, in the forums and the groups. I know Paul, if, if you watch his channel, Tesla Connects, um, he did a, a, a podcast, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week, right? Yeah, it was Paul? last week, yeah. Yeah, where we That's talked. Wednesday, that... I think, yeah. a week ago. Oh, was it exactly Wednesday? It was, okay. We were before our time. We were, we were early with the heat pump issue. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that, obviously, that is top of mind, in my opinion. Um, whether it's here in Canada, I thought it was, you know what, I thought it was, uh, you know, just Canada and maybe some of the northern states. But this week we found out about, what was it, Russia? Yeah. Uh, what was the Sweden. other? Sweden. Sweden, Norway, like the, we're talking on your show. Yeah, all the uh, Scandinavian countries. So it's a lot more widespread. So, you know, what? we might as well start on that. Um, and then there's a couple other things I want to talk about and if you've never seen or heard my podcast before, folks, we're just going to wing this. And this is exactly how we do it every week. But sometimes I'm a little more put together this week. I'm not kidding. We're just going to wing this. Okay. So we're so not even going to talk about Tesla. Oh, we, we don't have to. <laughs> I, we could talk about no, we're that. We're going to talk about Tesla. <laughs> that screenshot I sent you guys earlier today, we could talk about that. <laughs> oh, we should. We should, actually. All right. Yeah, we, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we, we can get to that. I'm and sure and I, Franken can make it his background. Yes. Well, I will. Yeah, don't worry. The screenshot or? <laughs> the screenshot. Yeah, make it your background. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And um, <laughs> before, I, I'm not trying to be mysterious or trigger 
any of our listeners or anything. What we're talking about, what what the screenshot, and we'll get back to the news in a second. What the screenshot <laughs> was, was a, a Rivian uh, web page, like from the order page when you configure everything. And then you go, the very last part is where you give your deposit. And I just took a screenshot because I'll admit, and we'll talk about it later. I was looking at the webpage today and I was so tempted. And um, we'll talk about that later, but that's what it is. It's, I don't want to trigger you. I don't want to keep you in suspense and you guys think Max is an idiot. <laughs> but uh, let's talk, let's get back to Tesla. Let's start, talk about the heat pump issues. Um, anyone jump in? Anyone that, okay, let me, let me, I guess, set it up first. Anyone that's not familiar with the heat pump issues, uh, you guys in California, but even, you know what? Even people in California are familiar with the heat pump issue because when I did that video last week where I was slept in my car and I touched on the heat pump a little bit, uh, people commented in my video about, hey, listen, I'm in California and I like the, the heated seats and I like the, uh, you know, the fact that I won't lose my heat probably, but, you know, I could. If I do, I'm not going to freeze, but it, it, it's an issue for them and they're aware of it, right? So, I mean, maybe not an issue as it is for us in terms of being in peril, but it's an issue all the same. So yeah, so in a nutshell, heat pumps on uh, all Model Ys, sorry, not on all, but on Model Ys, because all Model Ys have heat pumps, and the newer, thanks Franklin, we, we can save it though, we can save it till we're ready for it. You didn't have to do it like <laughs> right this second. <laughs> Uh, all the heat pumps. Well, it doesn't newer. have a heat pump, so you don't have to worry about that with your Rivian. Yeah, yeah, just save that. <laughs> God, this is this is exactly how I. Do, do you want me to start? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, before I keep uh, uh, going okay, sure. off on tangents and getting distracted with Franklin's yes. backgrounds, go ahead, Paul. Tell tell okay. me what you think. And okay, so please. as everyone is probably aware that at a certain temperature, and we don't know what that temperature is, and it's kind of mysterious. There's been no communication from Tesla, so we don't really have any real information, but uh, it happened to my wife at minus 21 degrees Celsius. So uh, she was driving and then all of a sudden she had no heat. So what is happening is we're speculating that, um, that it, it could be a software issue because Elon has stated that there's going to be a firmware fix. But I know there's a lot of debate because a lot of people feel that it might be a hardware issue. And we've seen some hardware teardowns of the heat pumps coming out of Russia and some other places. So um, it's it seems to be a real issue. And I think, I think that maybe Tesla, because they don't have a PR department, really isn't out in front of this as they should be. And, um, you know, I, I really think that this could be... Um, one of those issues that could stick as far as a brand reputation if they don't get something resolved pretty quickly around it. So that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> so that's the opening salvo. There's, yeah, there is an issue. I appreciate you uh, doing that. You did it. I took the heat for you. <laughs> oh, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. You... The, the questions the comments are asking, uh, if we feel it's more hardware or software or more software than hardware. I know all kind of, yeah, and that's so debatable, and we we can go down that road, and and I can get all both, everyone's take on it, and uh, then we can fight over it if we if you like with like yeah. sticks and but, stones. And and the reason why I say that it's you know, and I think that like for example, Tesla Q hijacked one of my tweets, right? So I think 
they're really <laughs> trying to play this up as you know, oh, you're a sixty thousand dollar car and you can't heat it, kind of stuff, right? So, this is why I say that the there needs to be some communication so that we can understand what's going on, understand what a timeline is, so we can stop debating over Twitter whether this is software, or hardware. We need some information, and I would like to I would like to have some information. That's all I'm asking for, right? I'm still quite happy, you know, with um, you know, with my car. I mean, that's not going to change, you know, because of this issue, but. I'm unhappy with the level of communication. And that's exactly it. And I, I want you guys to, everyone on the panel to, to chime in, but that's exactly it, Paul. You hit the nail on the head. It's, and, and I've always felt in these situations, and it's that age old saying, it's not the problem, but it's how the company handles it and how they get, in, get out in front of it. And Tesla doesn't get out in front of anything. Like, perfect example. Let me put that back on there. This is how Elon had to come out finally and say something. And um, for, for my audio listeners, I've put up a um, a tweet from Darren from Drive Tesla Canada, where it sounds like, I don't know if you, you were meaning this in, in your intentions when you, you wrote this, Darren, but it says, can, it sounded like you were almost like pleading with him. Like, can we please get an official comment about the heat pump issues, Elon? It's clearly impacting a lot of cars and, fix, and, and the fixes Tesla's team have tried so far haven't worked. Some clarity and transparency would go a long way with the owners. Thanks. And like, I mean, in, that's great that you did that, Darren. And, and he responded and he responded by saying, uh, fixing this is high priority. Of course, it's a high priority. But I mean, he just left it at that type of thing, right? I mean, it shouldn't have even come to the point that someone had to go out on Twitter um, and ask for you know clarity and transparency. They this is where if they had a PR department, this could have been you know spoken to to the owners, and maybe their their minds would have been put at ease to say that something's coming, like like something. But radio silence, I don't know. That's that's what that's what is driving me nuts, and that's what I'm seeing in the community from the majority of people, mm -hmm. uh, other than the few diehard. Uh, Kool-Aid fanboys that it's just, you know, they're, it's just, they need, they need more communication. What do you think, Darren? I totally agree. And that's, and that's why I um, composed that tweet um, because everything we've heard about it so far has come from secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand communications from Tesla service techs and other people. And there's never really, uh, until that point, there wasn't an official comment about the issue from anyone from Tesla. Um, and even with his reply, I was kind of hoping he would give a little more detail. Um, we obviously know it's it's that's a high priority for them to fix, but would it be nice to get some more information about what they think is the issue, even if they don't know what the exact cause is right now, at least tell us what they know and then yeah, I, I was kind of hoping for more. He did follow up with that tweet about the calibration valve or something. Um, but other than that, I was yeah I was hoping for a little more information. But that was if something. You the, if you look at the follow up, right? Because I think this is a really big problem because now the the mystery and like you know, I was looking at my Twitter today, right? It's like, well, which software releases the fix? Is it dot eight? Is it dot ten? Right, like even down to 
like there has been some follow through on his tweet, which is, you know, to say that dot 10 is the fix everyone's waiting for. Some just simple like that. Right. Yeah. But yeah. here we're still, we don't know. I, I remember we had that debate in that, in that uh, chat group, right? Like not a debate, but we were, we were curious ourselves. Yeah. It's eight, eight, it, it's 10, it, it's seven, it like, uh, Franklin, what do you think? Um, I think it's a combination of hardware and software. So they're trying to use software to limit the problem, uh, but obviously there's a hardware issue. Uh, I think the problem they're going to run into, and I don't know anything about hardware, I'm going to be very honest, um, but I imagine that once you get the problem, it's hard to fix through software because it's, from what I understand, something floods, uh, so you're not going to get that unflooded. Um, but I could be wrong. I, I have no idea. So I could be talk, talking out of you-know-what, but uh, I'm not a hardware person, so I'm not sure, but the fact that they're confident they can fix it through software is promising. Just as you guys mentioned, there's been what three updates now with supposed fixes. And I know someone on the latest update today that they're commenting that they still have the problem. So, which we don't know what build it is, right? Which is problematic. Um, like you guys, he should have gave a little bit more information, but yeah. Yeah. Even if they didn't, even if they didn't want to include it in the release notes, um, which I can kind of understand because not everyone's going to have the issue, but. Um, they could have used the send a message to some of the, the cars directly or through the app, send a message to um, owners in cold climates, which that's information they have at their disposal. Um, I, I think just is, something as simple in his tweet to say, hey, it's coming in version whatever, like actually yeah, give out a version number. He said it was, yeah. yeah, he was saying it was rolling out too. And there was no update rollout after its tweet. Like I was hoping that the fleet would be <laughs> would have a massive update. Well, I found um, that didn't really. Go ahead. Oh no, I thought I thought you broke up there. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that. Okay, so they put that emergency one out uh, dot six, and then quickly after the next day dot seven, and. When I say emergency, they were you didn't have to have Wi-Fi for that. Apparently, that they, that was uh, uploaded through um, LTE, which shows the importance of it. And I get it, right? But yeah, some people are saying even with seven, uh, it didn't work. And I think what- Seven the, was the one where my wife failed. Yes. Dot seven. Yeah. yeah. And there's some people here when I made put that tweet out uh, this afternoon that we're doing the show, some people here said, you know what? I've got seven and uh, still didn't fix it. This gentleman here, what his name? Uh, Endes said he had seven and it, it still didn't fix it. So, I mean, what Elon had said, though, is the last thing he said on this whole topic was like what Darren said, they need to recalibrate. Uh, where is it right here? This part here. They need to recalibrate the heat pump expansion valve. Is really, So is that eight? <laughs> is that nine? Is that 8.5? <laughs> is that 8.1? Like, yeah. And then this, this is where in lies the frustration, right? I mean, it's, it's so frustrating. Luckily here, and I don't know about the rest of the country or other countries, it's gotten a little milder in the last few days. So once again, it's, it comes in waves, right? But it all depends on where you live and, and how long, you know, it takes for the, the next cold snap. And then we're going to see that, you know, more, more things failing and the flood of failures keep coming in. I've, I've heard from several owners who 
when we get past this, like once we know what it is and all this kind of stuff and it's fixed, or maybe there's, I don't know, a few other software updates before that happens. But if it's going to be positioned as a software issue and then it's solved, I think a lot of people are concerned about was any damage done to exactly. the heat pump uh, or the, the you know heating cooling system uh, during this period, right? And I had posted to Twitter a video of what my wife's uh, Model Y sounded like uh, yeah. when this was happening. And it was like a jet airplane standing next to it. Like, so... I'm a little bit concerned about that. And, and that's part of also what I would like to see in a communication is like, don't worry, folks, everything's fine. Nothing was damaged if you had this issue or, or, or yes, it was damaged and we're going to do a recall and we're going to replace the heat pump, right? I think that's the next step of this once it's solved. Right? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I hope the service centers are getting flooded too because like, uh, Spencer uh, left a comment. His service appointment was delayed by a month for it because um, I had service come to my house actually last week. Uh, not for the heat pump. I don't have one, but uh, it was for my horn. You lucky now, bastard. Three times. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's another problem, right? When when these Tesla uh, whiners like Franklin just have a small little horn problem and they're taking. Uh, time from Tesla service people by calling them to their house. When these guys, if they weren't busy going around to different people's house, fixing their horns or fixing their emblem on their steering wheel, could be in the service center fixing the heat pump issue. Thanks, Franklin. Yep. I mean, <laughs> hey, I only got like 2,000 kilometers left before my warranty expires. My horn was probably broken for like six months because I don't really honk that often. Uh, if you guys are listening to this, go out to your car and honk your horn. Check. Um, Make sure it's working. twice now. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's died twice. I've replaced it twice now. Yeah. Um, that's but not, anyway, that's talk, not uncommon. No, Damn I'll you, talk to my, then I'm going to have to go check now. Yeah. I was talking to um, <laughs> the mobile service tech about the heating issue, and he said that they're flooded with calls for it. And that's the mass majority where they're changing, but they're not sure themselves. And they're basically talking out to California, and they're saying, we're not sure uh, what direction we're supposed to do because we keep changing them, but <laughs> they're popping up faster than we can change them. Right, yeah. so it's a huge problem for them as well. Uh, it's not just like I mean, the customer obviously is the biggest problem because they don't have heat, but it extends to service, right? So people like myself who want their horns changed can't do it because you guys are being selfish with your heat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? Let <laughs> that sink in. <laughs> I know, I know. You trying to turn the tables on me there from? from me uh, land-basing him there. But once again, it and I, I probably sound like a broken record, but it all goes back to communication and like, let us know, like Paul, you were saying, like after this is all done and over with, hopefully, hopefully they figure it out and we can get passes. Are they going to come out and are we ever going to find out what the problem was? I don't know. I don't, I, I can't see that being Tesla. I haven't seen it yet as that being Tesla's, um, way to come out and say yeah this was the problem this is what we needed to fix and to go even further with your other point of of them saying or admitting that there may be repercussions or um damaged already done like that's just like this your is concern. not the way <laughs> yeah no this is this is my concern too like in a in a few years 
like maybe I'm in the exact same selfish position Franklin's in when I've got 2,000 kilometers left before my warranty's out, am I going to be like on pins and needles wondering that my um, heat pump's going to go or even 10,000 kilometers after and I'm coming up to my next winter? Like, I don't know. It's just... Do, the, do we know what a heat pump costs to replace? Does anyone know? Well, I've seen some uh, in, in on my Facebook group and in some of the chats, I've seen some of the replacement costs where they've replaced everything, not just the heat pump, but they've had to replace other manifolds or I don't even know if it's a manifold, but other other parts of the plumbing or whatever. And I've seen some bills as high as five grand Whew. under warranty, but they've yeah. I guess they've itemized and listed everything as price. Uh, I know, and, and you know what also makes this really, really strange? I know we're concentrating on the heat pumps, and it probably is, but in my group, I've seen a handful of OG, original Model 3s from 2018, like the old one, like the one you had, Paul, the one I had, the one Franklin still has, and their their heating systems, their HVAC systems has failed too this year, and they're out of warranty. Uh, the one guy we were making fun of earlier on the show, if you guys were from the beginning, um, Ryan, uh, all in fun, Ryan, he just dished out, not just, but a couple of months ago, dished out $1,200 to have his fixed. And his is not heat pump related at all. His is, he's got the old resistive heating. So, and and that's why I, let, I know there's that debate, software, hardware. That's why I'm more tending to think it's software because something that, they change in the software, tax the hardware to make the hardware fail. That's what I'm thinking. But like Franklin, I'm no expert in hardware. I'm I'm a genius in software. You guys know that. But hardware, <laughs> hardware, no. I'm kidding. I'm not a genius. I have no idea what code. Yeah. Um, Ethan has a code. <laughs> Ethan has a comment uh, or a question, I guess, or discussion piece, which is good. Do you guys think Transport Canada getting involved will change things from a PR slash communication standpoint? Like, uh, will Transit Canada put some fire under their ass? Darren, uh, what do you think? <laughs> That's put you on the spot, but you've been quiet. I don't think um, I don't think we'll get anything more out of Tesla from Transport Canada investigating, um, but I think we might hear more about the issue from Transport Canada because they can actually make them issue a recall. So um, from that standpoint, it might push Tesla to work a little quicker and get some communication out. But um, I don't think we'll hear much until they they figure out what they think is the problem. Do you think yeah. they still don't know? I don't know, Paul. I think now... I don't know, man. It's hard to say. It, I, it's almost 50-50. Like, I know last week at this time, no, they didn't know. They were scrambling. I can almost, obviously, I have no proof. This is just my speculation. But I would be will, I, if I was a betting man, I'd be willing to bet that last week at this time, they didn't know they were scrambling. Yeah. Now, a week later, I'm hoping they do. I really do. I mean... Like I said, will will we ever find out? Will they ever come out and tell us? I don't know. But I think I think last week I think last week they thought they knew what the problem was, and the fixes they've sent out haven't worked. So I think that kind of set them back back to the drawing board to try and figure out what the actual problem is and whether they've figured that out by now. Um, I 
don't think so, but yeah, who knows? My car's toasty warm though, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, the weather looks, now I'm looking at the weather like in advance, planning around it. So <laughs> we should never have to do that. You know what? Um, no, it's kind of funny. Th this is this is all our fault, at least my fault. Maybe I should take blame for this because I used to be the one last year at this time. My wife used to scream at me. She's like, you never wear a jacket anymore. You, wherever we go anywhere, I never wear a jacket because I preheat the car. And I find myself just hopping into the car and then wherever I'm going, I'm hopping into that, into the house or the mall or wherever. So I never needed a jacket. But now with this heat pump thing, I don't know about you guys. Well, I know not Franklin and probably not Darren, but I know about you, Paul. In the last week or two, I find myself taking my my jacket with me. Whether I wear it in the car, I just put it in the back seat, or I take it because I don't want to get stranded. Blanket, candle, all the things a good Canadian has in their car. Yeah, yeah. for the winter time, right? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I saw the joke. I saw the joke on um on one of the YouTube videos today, where and I remember back back in the day where leaf owners used to have uh, electric blankets that they would plug in to keep warm, mm -hmm. and they they put the HVAC system really low to conserve their what what they had eighty nine miles of range back then. And it was an actual thing. And I remember someone saying to me just a couple of years ago when I had my three, it's like, oh, do you conserve the heat and do you like wear warm clothes so you can get extra range? And I'm like, no, man. I'm like, I bought this car. I want to, and if I, you know, if I want to use the heat, I'm going to use the heat. If it makes me have to stop for a charge 20 kilometers sooner, then so be it. But I'm not, I'm not going around freezing my butt off. <laughs> With the supercharger network today, there's no need to. There, there really isn't. Just no. use as much like heat as you want, though? people. What's that? What if you like the cold? Then you're in an advantage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then, then, then buy a Model Y with a heat pump. <laughs> no, and you know, here's the thing too. Like, we're we're talking about this, and this is what we started the show on. We've been talking for the last half an hour almost about this. And I let me let me say this before I say what I'm gonna say, so I don't get myself in trouble. I get it. It's a bad situation and I would not want myself or anyone I know or my family to be in that situation uh, because when it got cold last few weeks, those snaps, like it's, yeah, it's deadly. Like, like it could really, really, could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be. But when I say that, I say that, but only to preface what I'm about to say, but when you think about it, like all the hundreds of thousand model Ys and threes they have, um, I don't know how much I'd love to know, and we'd never find out the answer, but I'd love to know. And I don't think it's a percentage wise. It's that high of cars that are failing still not taking anything away from the people that did, you know, experience it and, and you know, had to live through it. But on the bigger scale, scale, like if you take the scalability of it, I'd be curious to know if it's even like 1%. Well, that was one of the questions. What's the percentage? And really, we don't know because, uh, as we mentioned before, communication isn't top priority. Uh, which actually would have been better if he came out and said it's only affects zero point zero zero one percent, right? So you know, like it's a vocal minority rather than a majority. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's a vocal minority, but not not a small minority. I think it's impacted a lot of people. Um, yeah. Just based on the, the comments and feedback I've gotten from 
people reading my my website it's yeah it just get when i first put out those articles a week or two ago it, it, it was just flooded with comments from people saying oh it happened to me today and then the next day it happened to me today at minus 21 and yeah just lots of people haven't do you have any articles you if, have up what's that do you have like do you have like 4680 articles published by now <laughs> that's funny. Now, but back back to the the number of people affected right so if it was a software issue wouldn't you think that everybody would be affected by it who's driving these temperatures like that's that's where like, i'm trying to see where there's a correlation right it doesn't sound likely to be a software problem then if it's only affecting a small percentage of, of owners yeah, yeah right? i thought about that paul but but the same could be said well if it's a hardware it would be they'd be going and they'd be able to find the batches like tesla would know right by the vin numbers maybe they, they would, do yeah well yeah it could be it could be that they know and they just don't want to do a massive recall because they know that it's bigger than it's a bigger amount of people so they're trying to band-aid it with software maybe who knows yeah, yeah. i mean uh, tesla's not small like they used to be right so they're like a big company now so i could see that I mean, I hope not, but I could see that, you know, and, and this, this wasn't one of the topics and I don't mean to like, uh, nail you guys at the last minute with this, but <laughs> this whole customer service and this whole uh, thing's going wrong, uh, and how it catches in the media and stuff like that. Um, it brings up this, what I'm, what I just put on the page there, oh, uh, on the screen there. And for listeners at home, what I'm talking about is the, uh, model three, the performance model three that was delivered uh last month or a few weeks ago i don't exactly know when it, but it was a few weeks ago to a owner and the owner complained of hearing noises and reached out to tesla this was within days of of her getting her car her name was april april g i think it was and uh the tesla service person said oh yeah the, it, it's supposed to make that noise they're, they're a little louder than normal uh breaks basically brushed her off now I don't know. I'm not going to play that card to say whether they brushed her off because of sexism or anything like that, but they brushed her off. I don't know if they would have done it if, if she was a guy. And then uh, luckily for her, she had the uh, peace of mind to say, you know what? And she didn't take it. And she went to an independent garage and they looked at it. The first thing they did is put the car up on a hoist, took off the wheel and to there. And I could, can you just imagine being those guys in the body shop or the, the shop taking off the wheel and seeing the car has no brake pads on the back. And just like, I don't know if they're gearheads to begin with, but, and if they were anti, like, you know, there is that sediment out there. So I'm not putting it by them, but I'm also, I'm not, I'm not painting that picture either. I'm not accusing people, but can you just imagine what they were probably thinking? Like, even if they were thinking of getting a Tesla or were interested in, they see this, like, just the damage that that it can do so then of course she took it straight to the uh tesla and then they took her serious as she drove in there and took it in there and um apparently the story is with her they're, they're fixing it and here here's the other part of 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 the problem is they gave her a hundred dollars in uber credits and not didn't even put her in another car uh they did eventually I asked her on twitter um she got a loaner five days after 
Five days, yeah, yeah five days. Five and days. apparently they're going to pay for one month of her car payment, which I think they should be doing more than that. Um, I'm not asking for blood from a stone or anything. Uh, I don't, maybe I'm being too critical, but apparently she has a brother that was also interested in, in getting a Tesla and he was soon about to pull the pull the trigger. Now this comes up, he's like a little hesitant. Can you blame the guy? The other problem with the story was they gave her a false time on when, well, not false, but a very optimistic timeline of when she would get her car back, um, which didn't become true. So she actually was waiting much longer than they originally anticipated, uh, which is fine. Like I get part shortages, but given everything she went through, you'd think that the service center would say, hey, uh, you know, it might take a little longer. So we're going to give you uh, less optimal time, uh, but we're hoping it could be done in a shorter period of time um, just to kind of communicate with her well. Uh, I was reading some of the comments too online and actually had an in-depth discussion with some friends about this. Uh, there were people that were commenting saying like, she didn't actually buy that Tesla or she's trying to short the company. And she's like, I don't use Twitter often. She goes like, this is where I come on to get uh, support for my Tesla because that's where people go. Like, think about it. We need help with the heat pump. You can't contact Tesla. You gotta go tweet Elon like Darren did, right? Yeah. So, um, Unfortunately, she was not only have all these problems with her Tesla, and this is her first experience, which is uh, needless to say a very negative one. Uh, you have people on there that are still trying to like defend Tesla in this circumstance, saying, "Oh, she's just trying to short the company and trying to diminish uh, her problem or situation." Like, yeah, if I was her, I'd be very upset. I don't know if I'd want a Tesla if that's like think, my first I experience. I think she's right to be upset, but I would also like to understand a little bit more, right? Like when, when a car comes off the line and it'd be great if there are any listeners out there who actually have automotive experience here, but I would imagine that there would be some kind of checklist, right? And that, you know, brakes would be on there. <laughs> the <person laughs> like it's a on really things, critical right? component. The like, person... like the guy that drives it off the line. Yeah, like that person something. needed a break. <laughs> Maybe they're on a break. Let's like, take this. Like Rachel and Ross, they were on a break. <laughs> on a break, yes. Uh, so, so the, for the listeners like Noah, age group, that's a show from the nineties. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, I just assumed everyone knew that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we all know that. But you know, you know these young, yes. young bucks. They don't have the a young whippersnappers now. They Actually, they probably that. do know about it because it was on Netflix, so they would know. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, it's just, I don't know. To, Standard to point, QA. Like, this is yes, not yes. something that, sh- shouldn't, that should be overlooked. Like, you know, brakes functioning? Yes. <laughs> Here's the to, thing, though. These problems say, happen with all manufacturers. I think the biggest problem is, is they kind of oh, brought yeah. her away uh, when she took it that, in there. That's and she said, the issue. That's the issue, yeah. It's not that it yeah. actually happened, because uh, I'm sure every company has... Uh, I'm sure people ship cars with worth missing parts. Uh, it's how they dealt with it after the fact. And it's what we were saying before. It's not necessarily the problem. It's how you deal with the problem, right? Exactly. And that's my point. Yeah. And that goes back to that point. And to give her $100 in Uber credits and send her on her way. And then, and then to your point, when you were talking about, you know, the part shortage and everything, listen, how many thousands or tens or hundreds of thousands of Model 3s are they Okay, performance might have different brakes, as we know. Okay, but how many thousands of Model 3 performance cars are they pumping out every month? You mean to tell me they couldn't stop the line and grab a pair of brakes and 
or a set of brakes, a whole system or whatever, and then ship them out or, or not even take it off the line. Like go to the box where they have them, where they're putting them on before they put them on the car and put them in another box and ship them out overnight to wherever she is, that service center. But to sit, to have the car sitting for weeks, like maybe they're trying so to do an internal ven- investigation. They can do that, but they don't need the car to have that done. Darren, what are your thoughts? Who knows, like, with with just-in-time inventory systems and stuff, who knows, maybe that'll screw something up. But it's it's certainly, a, like, a viable idea if I were in some kind of a management position within Tesla, right? But, anyhow, sorry, go ahead. What do you think, Darren? I think I agree with what you said earlier, that it, uh, it's more about how they dealt with the issue, and but also the fact that um, Dax was just saying they've made hundreds of thousands of these cars. And this is the first time it's happened that we know of. Um, things like this happen every now and then. So in the grand scheme of things, not a huge deal, but like like I just said, it's, it's how you deal with the problem that is more important. Like these bigger, richer companies, I mean, not richer, but these bigger companies like Ford or GM, if that happened, they would probably get that person in the in the dealership right right away or head office would come down and say, sign here this nda that you don't say a word your car is now for free you know what i mean like if that's what it takes to fix the problem and not have it released to the masses i mean i I know with social media these days it's hard hard to do that but if they had like got out once again got out in front of this this wasn't even a topic anyways (laughs) well here's the thing tesla has a demand problem um they have too much demand where this one-off situation doesn't really matter to them, so they lose a customer. Big deal. Uh, they have mm-hmm. so much backlog of people that want to take delivery of uh, her car, so for them it doesn't matter. They don't have to take care of her, um, and but eventually that. Go ahead. I'm okay. not saying it's good business. I just think eventually it might catch up to them, or will it catch up to them. Oh, definitely. Um, I was going to say, buddy, if, if that's what they're does. thinking, yeah. But if. Like, I know you guys were saying you'd pull part off. When I got my car in 2018, uh, I have friends that uh, damaged their car, and they waited, like, half a year for parts uh, because, you know, Tesla was ramping up. And I feel like uh, as Tesla ramps up, their service parts never ramp equally to the ramp of manufacturing. And it's been a issue f- since I've gotten my car. So, um Yeah. Oh, they've gotten a lot better, buddy. Since we got our cars, if you got into an accident or something and you needed parts, yeah, you were waiting a long time. Now it's... Oh, no, it's it's better. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. But it's still not... Uh, it's not it, there's always room for improvement, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and you know what? <laughs> Once again, folks, if you're joining this podcast for the first time or you haven't been here in a long time... We're not an anti-Tesla. I know this has become since <laughs> the beginning. It's, yeah, it's, for the last 40 minutes, it sounded very negative, and we've bitching and complaining about Tesla. But no, we're just, I mean, the four of us are very into Tesla, obviously. I think, I think Paul's wearing the shirt. <laughs> there. Well, I'm wearing my Tesla Connect shirt. Anyways. There you go. Yeah, 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 some kind of shirt. So we got one my, on as well. Yeah, my point okay. is, Darren, you don't have to divulge what you're wearing. <laughs> but my point is, please when, don't. When, when you're wearing the boxers. Yeah, when when you see people like us that love the company and and love where it's going and stuff like that, when you see us 
taking the time to vent and complain, it means something. It, it, it means that something's really wrong, in my opinion. Anyways, uh, moving right along. What was the next topic? <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me <laughs> see what my next topic was. Okay. The 4680s. Uh, we know, okay, we're switching gears here. This, this is going to be more po positive and rosy. We know the 4680s are, are ramping up and they're, they're getting better yields and stuff like that, or we think at least. But what we do know is Texas has got to be starting soon. Darren, do you have any um, any info on that in terms of that, that mm. you can say just to the four of us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have anything know anything about when it's going to open okay. or start production at least yeah i appreciate it but you you agree with me and it's got to be pretty imminent yes uh yes i would be surprised if it doesn't have happen before the end of the month yeah okay well, and we've got what we're the 19th we've got you know less than two weeks left so yeah i i am in agreement with you i think it's got to start by the end of the month so with that said we've seen these drone shots of the uh structural battery pack and the frame that's uh one piece frame with the hollow Flintstone frame type of thing. So first of all, you guys think that they could put 2170s in that? Like, is it, is it designed that they could put a 2170 cylinder or is it that frame that we see the spy, sh not, not even spy shots, the drone shots. Is that say that definitely only 4680s uh, structural packs can go in there. Anyone want to take a stab at that? I think back in uh, October when they had that Gigafest at in Germany, that was the first time they'd kind of put the 4680 structural pack on display. Okay. Um, but if you look in the background of that picture, there's another structural pack uh, with 2170 cells in it. Oh. So, um, but we know that also that uh, Germany is definitely going to start with 2170 cells. Um, they're not going to have 4680 like we think Giga Texas is going to have. So I guess there's a possibility that um, Texas could start with 2170s in a structural pack, but um, I don't I don't think that's going to be the case. Anyone else? Their opinions? No? No, I... I what Darren said. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Darren. My, my philosophy or my thinking is exactly what Darren says. They'll start Berlin with the 2170s. And I didn't know that the, that's good information. I didn't, when they had that uh, 2170 pack in, in Berlin, I didn't know that they had, they put it in there. So it's good to know, I guess. So, so they can start with the 2170s until they get their 4680s in-house ramped up themselves in Germany. And I, I definitely think that Texas will start right off with the 4680s. Now, Here's my next question. My next question to you guys: What do you think? Do you think they're going to put? And I know it's going to be a, a some time to ramp, so it's not going to be like opening day. They flip a switch and they're going to be putting like a car every ten seconds off the line. But do you think that they'll both have Fremont and Texas both putting out Model Y long range, or do you think Fremont? might actually go to something else because i heard a rumor today that sounds pretty plausible that and maybe this is once texas gets up and 
running, which I think the ramp could be pretty quickly. When they start doing the long range, then Fremont can change maybe to the LFPs and go in a standard range and then maybe get out because what, what was it before when they did the standard range? It was 220 they were getting or 240 and Elon didn't like those that, that range. So maybe with these LFPs, you, you pump it up to 100% and now you're getting 280, maybe 270, closer to the 300. I heard that today and I thought, hmm, that's a pretty good possibility. I can see them doing that because, or do you think they're going to put both plants popping out uh, wise? I mean, I know they're in high demand. Opinions? So you're suggesting they're going to bring back the Model Y uh, rear-wheel drive? I mean, um, if they, they just canceled people's reservations yeah, no, recently. Wait. No, no, no. That would be... The, the standard range one. Not, the not standard just, range. Yeah, not the long-range rear-wheel drive. The standard range. Remember how they had that one out for a day and a half, I think it was? And, yes. and it sold great. It sold really good. And I get why they did what they did. They're like... Listen, our long range, which we had a much bigger margin on, is selling just as well. So w why have two and and KK, complicate the market? Or not the market. are in the comments is saying Roadster uh, Semi uh, products released, you know, that were released five years ago <laughs> or announced five years ago. <laughs> so at Fremont, I don't know. That's that's what his comments were, right? Yeah, um, I was trying to track from what he when he typed it to when, because uh, there's a slight delay, right, from us being live to yeah. his comments. So I was trying to figure it out, but yeah. Well, no, he actually says it right here, or no, Martin Martin said it too. Yeah, Martin. That um, that um, maybe frees up space for um, for Roadster. Yeah, Roadster, I could see yeah. them doing out of Fremont because that's going to be a few and far between. Uh, I'm not sure about the, the semi. Uh, Darren, were they making space at uh, Texas for for the truck, the the semi? Um, I think at some point they said the the eventual plan was to build the semi in Texas. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Do you don't look at the blueprints, sure Darren? <laughs> What's don't that? have the blueprints now. <laughs> no. Okay. Are you, what you say? But are you I, done with them? <laughs> no, I think you um, the blueprints. I think whatever they end up doing is going to be interesting because I, I can foresee a lot of people declining Fremont made wise just so they could get Texas wise. Well, yeah, and this is what, where that, yeah, and this is where the conundrum or the way that thought process came up. I forget what, what podcast I was listening to or what show I was listening to this morning, but they were talking about that. They were saying, you know, so people aren't going to be having the choice if they care, and which I think a lot of people would care, of getting the 4680s or getting the the old stuff, which no one wants the old stuff. Everyone wants the, wants the new stuff, right? Uh, and especially when it's got that kind of uh, drastic differences and, and improvements, in my opinion, that no if one's going to want the, the old same stuff. price. If you're paying for yeah, the same you, price, you want the newer batteries. <laughs> yeah. So so instead of having that that issue with Tesla or Tesla having that issue with their customers, maybe say, okay, everything is going to uh, Texas for the long range, but for the, but Fremont, we can just do the standard range and we're going to put in LFPs to bump up the range. I don't think it'll be the, 
the long range rear wheel drive, like you were just saying there, Paul, because yeah, I think that's canceled. I think that that uh, nail is in the coffin. The door shut. I don't think that's happening. But you never know. You know how Tesla's. They could come you up never tomorrow. Know. <laughs> Do you think they'll still honor my price? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a big middle finger for your price. I think is what Elon will tell you. Yep. If they honor your price when they don't honor my Cybertruck price, I will be pissed. I want all four at that price, by the way. <laughs> so I'm not greedy. Rears canceled? Right oh, now? yeah, all four of them. All four of them, yeah. Yep. And they basically told me to go place a new order uh, for today's pricing. They didn't even bother honoring like FSD price, which is software. Uh, wow. And I know a lot of people on Twitter were kind of defending the decision, which I think is wrong. Um, it wasn't a deposit for like $100. It was a like an actual order agreement. And I get they didn't make the car. Uh, but from like a customer perspective, you know, you wait that long and they took it off the menu within what the first couple of months. Uh, so they kind of knew early on that they didn't really, it wasn't high priority for production. So they kind of, they should have told customers early or they should have at least honored FSD at the very minimum. Once again, another production, uh, sorry, another communication blunder. Your failure. Yeah. Like <laughs> just tell us like why the secrecy? Yeah, and and that decision kind of sets a precedent for the future as well. Um, like you were just saying for the Cybertruck, they removed the configurations that they had when they announced it, and basically what we've heard is that they're going to release a dual motor and cancel a tri motor and do quad motor instead. Yeah. So if if they did that with the Model Y long range rear wheel drive, maybe they'll do it with. Cybertruck as well. And I know a lot of people specifically put down deposits and put in FSD on their order so that they could lock in that pricing. So they did say that, did they not say that FSD price was locked in, but not the price of the vehicle? Or am, am I remembering that incorrectly? From No, I think you're right. But here's the thing. All they need to do is say no more tri-motor. Now it's a quad. Uh, no more yeah. dual motor. Now it's a two and a half motor or something. And poof, <laughs> now, <laughs> now poof, they don't have those trims available and they can charge whatever they want for FSD, right? Because that precedent is set. I'm not mm, saying they're going to okay. do that. That's okay. evil. No, no, I'm not I, I, saying they're yeah. going to. Don't don't take that as my... No, no, no. I could see them doing that. But I mean, so much for the order of when you ordered, like that just goes... Mm. You know my theory, anyone that knows me and listens to me for a while, I don't believe in the order anyways. I don't think Tesla goes by it for the most part. But there's going to be a lot of pissed off people because I know so many people that I ordered in the first 10 minutes. I'm going to get my truck on day one. You're not getting your truck on day one. I keep saying that. You're not getting your truck on day one, Paul. <laughs> no, I keep saying that I am, but I, it's usually to rub salt a little bit, but I don't expect anytime soon. <laughs> oh, the, there's a there's a good point that brought up in the comments too. But there's a point there was no trim you can just order. But yeah, you're right. You're not ordering a trim. Well, I guess you're still locking in your price. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on that comment now. Because what was the SD on, on the Cybertruck? Seven thousand? Six or seven Canadian? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Six six yeah, Canadian. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Even if they did honor the price. And it came out next year or the year after. And we, we can talk about that because I know Franklin has a, an opinion on when it's coming out. I don't know if I would actually pay for it. I definitely I, I won't pay, pay 7000 for it. Canadian. 
I would for what yeah. FSD. Yeah, I don't know. Without I hesitation, think... I wouldn't pay sixteen thousand Canadian, but I would pay seven thousand. Seven. Okay. Wait a minute. What's what's seven with tax here in Ontario? Um, KKVR is asking if the Star Truck will be subject to luxury tax for the quad motor. If it's over a hundred thousand, it will be. Yeah. Uh, which is twenty percent over a hundred or ten percent. Uh, hundred plus whatever number is lower or something, or twenty percent of the full full value, or ten percent over a hundred, which number is lower? That's what it is. Something like that. Yeah, that, that's not confusing at all. <laughs> but no, but okay, you know so, what? It's like, go ahead. It's it's not confusing. So say say it's two hundred thousand. Let's make the math simple. Two hundred thousand, uh, which would be forty thousand. Uh, like ten percent over a hundred thousand would be a hundred thousand. So it's ten thousand there. Or it's twenty percent of the entire car value, which would be forty thousand. So it's the lower of those two numbers. So on a two hundred thousand dollar car, your luxury tax would be ten percent of a hundred thousand, which would be ten thousand. So it's ten thousand. Just I'm not sure that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Because I, I just did the math for uh, different. I thought people. it was. Isn't it the higher? You, you pay tax. You you pay the lower of the two. Oh, I know. I was not shocked much of a tax then. I, I was shocked as well. Like it's government based, and they so wait a minute. Of the two numbers. So if you buy a hundred thousand dollars, you're still paying car. tax. You're still paying. You're still paying tax on the first hundred thousand as well, though. You're getting oh, extra no. tax on the the amount over a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. This is just above and beyond your sales tax. Oh yeah, like, but it's not on to top. That this is just an yeah. additional ten thousand the government just takes. Well, you know, like back to Dax's Rivian. I mean. You know, it's 90,000 Canadian and it's quad motor. So there you go. There you go, Dax. Cue, cue your background, uh, Franklin. Now you can put it up. <laughs> okay, you were saying, Paul? <laughs> Let's do this over. Well, look, I mean, this this might happen, right? Because if if it's delayed, if Cybertruck is delayed further and a lot of the trims are going to be subject to luxury tax here in Canada – and you've got another option here, which is quad motor, um, you know, three seconds to hundred kilometers, you know, it's, it's looking pretty good, right? Compared to, you know, maybe the quad motor uh, Cybertruck, if that's gonna be over a hundred thousand, which I expect it to be. The quad, yeah. What do you guys think the dual motor will be here in Canada? Any guesses? Or maybe, for, uh, Darren, you can just tell us what you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to guess. <laughs> no, I don't know anything. Him and well, Neil are still coming up with the pricing decks. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're still in discussions. Um, if you think the Model Y dual motor is right now seventy six nine in Canada, I have a hard time believing it's going to be lower than that. Yeah, there, there's no. I, I, I've had a little discussion with myself and myself and I have come to the understanding that it's not going to be 70,000 and uh, we've moved on from that number. Um, the debate now is just with myself, of course, is what that number is going to be. Is it going to be 90? Is it probably be above 90? If I have to guess. You think above 90, eh? Above 90. Yeah. For the, for the dual motor, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 And then the quad motor is going to be up there. Probably 120. Yeah. Would be my guess for the quad yeah. motor. Plus when they start Canadian off, funny money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're all, we're, yeah, just for clarity, we are talking Canadian. Uh, yeah, currency. so, but if we were talking US, what, 70 for the dual? Uh, no, you got the conversion wrong. I think it's like 7,000 or something. What? 
<laughs> Thanks, Paul. At least you got the joke. Yeah, I got the joke. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. It's my, my show. I'm going to kick you off if you start making fun of me. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, no, I know. No, not you. Him. <laughs> okay. He deserves um, it. Yeah. He's... <laughs> so, okay. No, so 90,000. You know, move out of the way there, Franklin, for a second. Move up a little bit. What, what's the price of that, Rivian? Wow, you, you got yourself right out of it. I didn't mean that, but like, what are you, bewitched? There you go. Okay, so, so it's 90,000. 90,000 90, 90, even. That's with 90, quad, 90, quad motor, right? And that already comes with a quad. It it only, they say, what, 480 plus kilometers, which is like probably close to 300 miles. If you convert the actual EPA, it's 500 and, uh, 518 or so canadian kilometers really okay because yeah. on there it just said 480 plus yeah so the so the canadian you know um measurement whatever isn't in yet right but in the e but in the u.s there is an epa rating for miles and if you convert that to kilometers using math yeah. it comes out to 518 so they're lowballing the 480 here okay okay yeah what is it in in the states like uh, 314 or something like that, miles 318 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Okay, good to know. Now, of course, that's, you know, I mean, this Guaranteed is not... it'll be over 500 kilometers in range. Guaranteed. Good, good. I, this is a Tesla show, but like we've talked about on, on other podcasts, uh, we can talk about other EVs. It doesn't just have to be Tesla. Uh, usually is, but, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with talking about it. And Rivian is a very good company. And, uh, They've done. They've done very, very well. Uh, they just got to get this ramp thing going. And, the, the way uh, I look at it, sorry, I just want to get on my soapbox for a moment. Is that I look at it in terms of we need to get more EVs on the road, and so that's why I never have a hate on for some of the other companies, unless it's the OEMs. I always hate the OEMs <laughs> just because of their dealership model for the most part. But um, if you look at Rivian or Lucid. You know, I don't throw them any, any hate. Uh, I think their success is the planet's success. It's the way I look at it personally. So that's why I talk about it sometimes. Even the yeah. uh, like legacy automakers, even them as well, converting over is still positive, right? It's all a net positive in my opinion. Um, so, yeah. Um, Mr. Montemuro, hopefully I didn't butcher your last name. Another possible uh, topic, or I guess this question, do you think AMD processors... Uh, taking up more battery power than the Intel chips. Yeah, right about that. Where are you looking at? That was in yeah. Australia, and they use the WLTP uh, or TLP or something like that, which is a very liberal standard for your range. So, you know, perhaps it made a difference with that measurement, but I haven't heard of that in North America. I can't imagine it being that big of an impact, right? It was 22 kilometers, I think, if I recall from reading the story. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if that was on drive yeah, and then, um, Canada. <laughs> did you cover yeah, that? Yeah, so I, I actually published that. I did. Um, there you and go. I got I a lot it. of flack from... <laughs> I got a lot of flack on that yeah. one because uh, no one wanted to believe it because um, at that point, Tesla hadn't officially commented on the issue. Um, I got a an internal uh, email that went to service centers in Europe because uh, the configurator there dropped the range by 
uh, 11 and 12 kilometers, I think it was, depending on the wheels. And so they explained to service centers there that the range drop is because of the AMD chip uh, needing more power. So once I published that, uh, people just commented, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. There's no way that could that could uh, draw more power and reduce the range by that much. And then Tesla obviously came out with that note for, for owners in Australia. Go ahead, Dax. I was just going to make a smart ass comment. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Sorry, Dex. I'm trying to keep um, up with the comments so yeah, as well. They, right? they, um, yeah, so they came out with that note in Australia for um, buyers that were accepting their orders just like they did when they switched to uh, Vision. Like when you got your Y, you had to accept the yeah. fact that there's no radar. Um, owners have to accept the fact that they have slightly less range. But like Paul was saying, I think it just comes down to the different rating schedules. Uh, we haven't. We know that cars have been delivered in North America with the AMD chip, and no one's gotten that same uh, disclaimer. What are the advantages of the AMD chip? No, They're not using there, it. So right I now. Don't... Oh, sorry, sorry, Darren. Go ahead, Darren. Yeah, keep going. No, <laughs> no I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was just saying, what? Are, there's no real massive advantage for AMD chips currently. Uh, in in the Tesla, yeah. Uh, other than just uh, snappier interface, I'm surprised to hear t uh, Franklin say that. I, I'd being, like to know more. Yeah, he's being facetious. <laughs> he's being coy, obviously. No, no, I'm being serious. Like, um, until they utilize it, there's no advantage of having it. Faster browser. Yeah. Do you know how fast <laughs> I can browse if Loading I have that? <laughs> Yeah, that's what but, I mean. It's a faster UI, right? I see. The browser's bugged, though. I feel like even the chip won't. Uh, <laughs> the chip won't help. Yeah, my browser's <laughs> crashing all the time now. Yeah, the browser. The browser needs a. To be I don't use it anymore. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But when it first I came out, it, it was it was great. Not not the original browser, not the twenty eighteen no, browser. No, 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 uh, no. The one where they went over to uh, Chromium. Chromium? Yeah. yeah. No, the twenty eighteen browser is when I coded. Uh, a website to just browse Reddit in in that browser specifically for that browser because of how slow it was, and I still <laughs> want to read Reddit comments and, and like discussions. So I like scaled down the whole entire website and recoded Reddit. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> um, let's get back just before we tie, uh, wrap this up and put a bow on it. Uh, let's get back to the Cybertruck predictions. Um, <laughs> we'll know next week, hopefully. I mean, if if all this happens and next week's earnings call comes up and Elon comes up and gives this product roadmap and he doesn't say anything about the Cybertruck, uh, <laughs> I will snap. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little disappointed. But is, is it safe to say we're probably not going to get anything this year? Now, once again, this is all going on something they didn't say but it's something they didn't say not say they it's just something they took out of their website which i i i kind of agree with but remember at the end of the day this I, is as tesla folks what we're my prediction since since yeah. we're talking about predictions my prediction is not 2023 i i have a feeling that they're still ironing out some of the design elements of the of the truck right like the windshield wiper for example, um, but could be other things, right? Around you know things that 
need to be done to meet compliance standards, right? It, there might be a bunch of things that they still need to do uh, that could be causing the delays. So I, I don't think 2023. I think we'll probably, sorry, I don't think 2022, I think early 2023. Okay. How about for Canada specifically, Paul? 2025. That's what Franklin says. Yeah, right? I said 2025 as well. Yeah. Did you? It, okay. It's never, it's never, Franklin, it's never been a whole year later from, from a launch of a new model that Canada had to wait a whole year. And this is when they were coming from California. Now they're coming from Texas. Well, I mean, it's gotta be closer, right? <laughs> I mean, it is closer. So it's gotta be sooner, right? I'm tempering my expectations. So when so you're thinking happens, 2024? 2025. For 2025. For, for what about for the US? 2020, like middle of 2023. So a year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. And yeah. my predictions, the reason why I predict what I am it's because I'm mentally trying to like tell myself it's going to be longer, and then when it happens sooner, I'll be more happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my predictions aren't like real predictions. They're for me. Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we know they're not I mean, real predictions. They would be going quicker if we weren't taking Darren's time. He could be like designing the fixes and stuff right now. Well, let's touch on that for a second, and maybe Darren can tell us what he does know uh, because it's just the four of us. No one else is listening. Um, Darren, like, I mean, not Darren, but anyone. Do you guys think that this is just all regular delays or uh, global part shortage delays? Or do you think, and it, here's my theory on it, do you think that when Rivian brought theirs out, which we knew what Rivian was going to do really, um, but when they finally brought it out, the production, and then when the Lightning was shown and announced and all their features, and now the, um, the Chevy, was it the Silverado EV? just a few weeks ago was shown with their mid-gate and everything. Do you think Tesla's like, or Elon, because let's, let's not kid ourselves, Elon here said, nope, we got to do what they're doing. Stop everything. We'll delay it. We got to do what they're doing. And back to their drawing boards and they pick their pencils back up. No. Do you, you don't think so? Yeah, I well, Elon doesn't strike me as a person that says, hey, look, look what they're doing. We got to do that. Elon's oh, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm being serious. Um, Elon, Elon strikes me as a person of like, he has something in his mind and it doesn't matter what the competition's doing. He says like, hey, this is how I want it done. And um, there's a lot of people like him. Uh, if you read like the history of Steve Jobs, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk, they all have a similar mindset where like they want something a specific way and it doesn't matter what others are doing. It has to be their way. Um, so I don't think the release of other EV trucks are influencing uh what they're doing i think it's they like he had his plan and he's sticking to his plan uh they're just roadblocks in the way there were things that came up around the regulatory compliance like for example i remember reading something about uh the design was was not um something that would work with pedestrian collision and i don't, I, I wonder if that's europe or i it might have been europe i don't know if you know darren but uh, so they could be really having some issues because it's such a unique and different design, right? Well, it's, it's I'd be curious what Darren actually has to say about yeah, that. Yeah, well, Darren's always quiet when it comes when the Cybertruck topic comes up. If he could be that <laughs> that uh, gif where Homer goes into the into the, <laughs> into <laughs> the bush. bushes, back in the grass, yeah, that that would be Darren right now. Every time this topic comes up, but yeah, no. What do you think, Darren? 
about which part the what Paul was just saying regulatory about the, compliance like, like regulatory. You know, the pedestrian collision issue that came out a while ago because of um, the design uh, I don't know anything um, about that but I could see that being an issue just because it is such a different design than than anything we've seen before um, but yeah I don't, I don't really have anything on on that what about your prediction know anything Timeline prediction. Uh, timeline, um, early to mid 2023. Um, Elon has all along said things would have to go right for a 2022 start um, after a 2021 start was delayed. Um, so <laughs> this report that came out from Reuters that uh, production was going to start in early 2023 isn't a huge surprise. It's not a huge shift either. It's just probably a few months later than maybe he was originally hoping. Um, and for Canada, probably late 2024. Wow. So looks like it's Rivian for you, Dax. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> order. <laughs> Pressing the button right now. Taking off this hat. <laughs> Can we uh, flip topics? Because we're getting a lot of comments in the chat. And I swear, I had nothing to do with this this time around. Yep. Uh, they want to know about FSD Beta Canada. Jesus Christ, frankly. I, I can't look. Listen, go back and read the comments. I cannot. It's I what the not, people want. It's what the people want, Dax. Okay, give no, them no, what no. they want. I, I did not I, influence. So I kid. I kid. I actually debated talking about this uh, as a topic. So yeah, we can definitely talk about it if, if people want to know. Uh, what do they want to know? Like our, our predictions on this two to four week <laughs> joke? Or I can't even say, sorry. I can't even say with a straight face. Let, let me try again. Two to four week window. So uh, we had a comment like early on in the podcast, um, and I forget who it was. I'd have to scroll the way back up. Uh, they originally said, "Do we believe the timeline?" And then uh, there was another one. Ethan said, "Do you think they'll give more information at the earnings call?" And then uh, there was more comments. I was worried because we're going to log off and pull a fast one before discussing it. So they really want to know what our thoughts are on FSD okay. Beta Canada. <laughs> Okay, it's well, not well, a good well, track record here. People <laughs> equals MF. I, okay, so listen. Normally, I do troll the comments, and I get people talking about it so I can bring it up. Um, yes. This time around, I had nothing to do with it. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let's let's talk about it. We believe you. I was just kidding. Um, Darren, what do you what, what's, your, what's your opinion on uh, full self driving in Canada in the next? I think. I think given Elon's track record on timelines, two to four weeks might be optimistic. But having said that, I think the way he um, the way he said it this time, it's a lot closer than his previous. It's coming soon, or it's coming in a few weeks, or I, I don't know. Two weeks just, before. <laughs> what's what's the difference between a few weeks and two weeks or four weeks? <laughs> Can you translate that for me, please? No, I cannot. Um, I don't know. Good maybe answer. it's just me being up. Maybe it's just me being optimistic. But this time it, it feels different. But you know, I'm going to fail the whole. You know, having to get 100 percent on a driving score. score. I just don't drive like an old lady. I'm sorry. Oh, I got a <laughs> no offense to old ladies out there. I've got, got such this. a unpolitically correct thought in my head now, but I can't say it. I got the solution for you, Paul. I'm shutting down yes. my street. To get the hundred? No. <laughs> I can see you doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'll too. come see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The problem is that you haven't thought this through properly, Franklin. The street mm. where you live, yeah. th- the residents in your city don't understand when a road is shut down. <laughs> That's no, the they'll go right through the, bo- the roadblock. <laughs> yes, yeah, regardless, yeah. regardless of what you do. Um, uh, okay. They um, want to know if it'd be released with version 11. Uh, also, we need a new map pack. Uh, there is a map update that uh, Green uh, discussed on Twitter that is coming. Um, yeah, I, I checked my car yesterday. Still 2020. Yeah. Um, so Green said there's a map update coming. Uh, whether it's version 11 or not, who knows? Uh, two to four weeks could be version 11. It can be version 12 for all we know. Um, well, wasn't this one, the last latest version, 0.9, wasn't that early somewhat? Yeah. Came out like four or five days early. But uh, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, um, if you look at the timeline of FSD Beta Canada, it came out in October. In November, he said it's coming. Okay, this this isn't about your campaign. <laughs> no, no, nothing. I'm talking about it's just Elon. giving the facts. Give I'm talking facts. about Elon. Okay, November, I, thought, I thought it was your hashtag. Sorry. No, no, it came. The beta came out officially in October. In November, yeah. Elon said it's coming to Canada next month, which would be December, and that was the first <laughs> wrong timeline. Then he said in February, in a couple of weeks or something. That was the second one. And then later, the following year, November, he said hopefully next month. Don't do that, Dex. So. Uh, all in all, we're up to like three incorrect uh, timelines. So I'm going to hold my optimistic viewpoint until we actually see it. Really? I thought you yeah. you would have been optimistic. I thought you would have hung your hat on the two to four for sure. I mean, how many times I'm... can you be fooled? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. That's what I my whole thing is. Guys in the in the comment section, what do you guys two to four weeks? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Let me just know by by a thumbs up or thumbs down response. Paul, did we get your take on it, or are you just too beta? Or you... He did. He didn't say which weeks and which years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Paul, you don't think it's coming in two to four weeks? Can I say I'll eat my hat? Like, will you no. make me do that if if it actually yes. does come in two? Okay, well, I can't say that. I don't want to eat my hat. <laughs> Will we see it in um, 2022? We will see it in 2022. I can go that safely. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. w- way to be so adventurous. It's I'm playing January. it safe. We're, we're in January. Okay. A lot of the comments are a lot of the comments around um, questioning whether it's going to be released in two to four weeks is around the weather that it doesn't perform well in snow, um, but also the current version doesn't work in rain either it used to back what? in like version eight version eight or nine they used to be able uh, used to operate in rain but somewhere i think in version nine or ten they shut it off as soon as it starts raining um so for the east coast snow's the problem for the west coast rain's the problem because scottsdale arizona <laughs> well they um <laughs> Yeah, one of my friends was saying that that he has a problem with rain. Obviously, it shuts off. He's saying that heavy sun as well affects it sometimes, where it shuts off. Uh, so it's very sensitive to weather. Uh, the worst part about this all was when Sunny Elon, California. Well, when Elon tweeted that out, saying it's coming in two to four weeks for Canada, I saw all the comments underneath because I was reading a whole bunch of them. Um, People are saying, how about the snow? And so many Canadians were jumping in. We have no snow. And then like 24 hours later, we get a massive snowstorm. Two feet of freaking snow. <laughs> so all those people kind of 
totally jinxed our weather. Um, but yeah, I think I think weather dependent as well. Um, will I be happy if we get it in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks? I mean, if we get it in ten weeks, I'll still be happy. Don't get me wrong. Great. Um, just I don't I don't know if it'll happen in two weeks. Okay. One last question before we go, because this is running a little long. Do you think we're gonna have to do this stupid scoring thing? Hundred percent. That's what you I'm need. Out. I'm out. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> you coming with me? You're out too. No, no, you don't even have FSD. How, how, you're not, no, you're but I get this. I get the subscription. No, there's no subscription in Canada. <laughs> Sounds like you're screwed, Dax. Yeah, no, that's fine. You know what? I, I only, <laughs> I only. I'll come pick you up, Dax, with my FSD. I only no no thanks I don't want you to know where I live. I only um missed FSD today. I was I put my car in the garage to see if it would. I haven't put believe it or not since I've had the car I haven't put it in the garage. Cleaned it out, put it in the garage. I mean I knew it would fit, but I just want to see if it would fit with the the stuff the current stuff that's in there like shovels and snowblowers and all that kind of stuff. And um, when it was time to take it out, I really missed not having a summon to summon it back out, which I had in my three. Mm. That was the oh, up to now. I've had it since May. It's the only thing I've, uh, only first time and only thing that I've missed. What are you laughing at? Uh, with the exchange, we only have to get 70%. I might be able to do it then. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I read the comment, I just burst into laughter. But it's true. No, I just wasn't expecting more? that. Or is it? Is it if we do the exchange, it would be more, wouldn't it? No, it'd be less. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, you guys have any Sorry, stories? Just, just Sorry. before we do that, I just want to touch on a couple of things that uh, that you know that you has, can actually tell us has popped up. No, has popped up because of um, FSD beta potentially being released. Is one the price increase and two? Oh, so my mind's gone blank. Um, subscription. Um, so. When FSD beta was released in October in 2020, Yon um, said, whenever FSD beta gets released in other markets, within a week of the release, the price is going to go up. Um, he hasn't said anything about a price increase, for, or he hasn't said anything relating to a price increase with the release of beta because it hasn't been released anywhere. But going on his previous comments, we should expect the price to increase within a week of whenever it does come. And then uh same thing with subscription um he hasn't said anything about it but it is obviously available in the states because they have fsd beta there so i would i would expect it to be the subscription to come either at at the launch or soon after thank you darren for um correcting 400 a month yeah and That's then like for you're thinking like 400 a month Oh, yeah, no. Sounds like I, another car payment. <laughs> I ain't doing four hundred a month. I, I I could do two fifty, maybe squeeze something closer to three, but four hundred, I draw the line. Is that before you talk to your wife? <laughs> oh, I thought she was behind me. Thank God, you scared you scared me there, Paul. <laughs> your wife doesn't need to know that. <laughs> um, and Darren, you, you agree there'll be the scoring here in yeah i think there'll be scoring yeah they have to control control it somehow and he did and say really... carefully rolled out right cautiously yeah cautiously so it'll be it'll be limited 
at the beginning for sure. I yes, that's the other thing, Franklin. Like, if it is four weeks, like miraculously, the skies part and somebody walks on water and it actually happens in four weeks, it ain't like flipping a switch and everyone's going to get it. Oh, no, 100%. And I, I think that... Yeah, it will be 100%. <laughs> you know, that's that's what I was just going to say. I think when it says cautiously, I think the U.S. has stopped at 98%, right? Yeah. Uh, I can see us only being 100, like only the 100% people. So, because he said, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe his tweet way back when, when he started rolling out the 100% people, he said cautiously and slowly, or something along those lines. He used the same type of wording, um, which was only the 100% people. So I can see them doing the same type of tier system where you have the hundreds and then, you know, a, a month later you might have the 99s and then eventually the 98s, which kind of seems to be where they uh, cap the number. Yeah. Um, there was something I was going to say about that 100%, but I forget now. Okay. I think we've uh, beaten that one to a dead horse and we're just going to have to wait and see. Now, now all yeah. the, all, you know, all the writings on the wall. We've all uh, taken everyone's predictions, and the bookies have everyone's money. And we're just gonna have to wait and see. Can I touch on one thing real quick? I sent a link in the chat there. Um, yeah. Darren wrote a thing about it, so you can actually get Apple CarPlay on your Tesla now uh, through the browser. Uh, you I can also get. I saw uh, that Android Auto through the browser using a different method. So as it stands currently today. Uh, using the browser, uh, the Apple CarPlay one, I believe, uses Raspberry Pi. I haven't uh, looked into it too much. Um, but it's kind of neat that you can actually do this now. So, Hold on, I'm getting it. I'm getting there. Hold on. I lost it. Is this it? Yeah, right here. Yeah, now, is that is that a similar way like how you were having Android Auto a few months ago? Uh, no, this one's different. So the Android Auto one is actually just an app on my phone uh, that connects um, to the car, and it kind of tricks the car. Uh, this is just using a Raspberry Pi. So I guess I guess they could probably pull this off on the phone as well, but uh, oh, actually maybe not because of Apple. Never mind. Yeah, it has to be on the Pi. Okay, so there's hardware needed for this. I didn't read the article. Sorry, Darren. I apologize. I'll never let it happen again. Hardware probably is there any wiring involved? You need a Raspberry Pi. You uh, flash the firmware on the Raspberry Pi. You plug the Raspberry Pi into your car, and you connect to the same Wi-Fi network as it. And now you have access to a CarPlay. When you say connected to the car, when you say connected to the car, how? Uh, USB. Is just powered up. Just USB. Just yeah. Well, mm. so Raspberry Pi. If you guys aren't aware, just a. I might have one. Here somewhere. It's just a small little computer that's plugged into USB. Huh. And it's like, it's really cheap. It's like $25, $30 for this small little computer. Yeah, not much. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's interesting. Kind of neat. Guy from, I, I just wanted to throw that in. A guy from Poland named Mikhail or Michael from Poland. Genius. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, now when are you going to try this out, Franklin? Oh, sorry. Never mind. You're not. I tried the Android Auto one, and it works I, really well. Yeah, you showed me. You demoed that. that it did really work well. Yeah. Are you, are you still using it? Yeah, I use it all the time. You it's, hesitated there. No, no. I, I was, <laughs> was going to look for my phone because, like, I have it on here. So that's basically what the app looks like. You open up the app, 
You hit, uh, you hit, exactly. You hit start and poof, it just works. It just works. It just works. Anything else you guys want to, uh, while Franklin um, shows off his pixel, anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? Other guys? No? Any stories you guys have? Uh, Tesla stories in the last month that uh, you care to share with my PG audience? No? I okay. have a specialized channel for that type of stuff that I can't share here. Sorry. Okay. Whoa. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, my story was just that I had got my car in the garage. So that's it. <laughs> oh, we have a question, Paul. They want to know where you got your headset, that it's cool. Oh, these are just the Apple oh. AirPods Max. Yeah. My wife yeah. got them for my birthday last year. They look comfortable. Oh, yeah, they're actually they're they're great. Sounds great. Everything is yeah. I use them a lot actually. Just never on a podcast. <laughs> this is the first time on a podcast. Yeah. There is a um, question here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, that I promised this guy that I would uh, get on the show. Let me see. It wasn't in the chat, right? Nope. Oh, okay. It was not. Uh, this guy he emailed me. By the way. I know we haven't, I haven't said it in a while and I still have it, but if you have any questions for, for us on the podcast, you can email your questions if you're not in the chat and you can't join us live and you want to listen to it or watch it at a later time, but you want your question answered, email us at teslatalksquestions at gmail.com. So it's teslatalks with an S, questions with an S at gmail.com. And uh, I... Go through all the, all all the emails and all the questions and stuff like that. Let me find where that is. Okay, right here. Okay, um, this guy's name is David Bellavo. He's uh, actually a very nice guy. He he uh, had a question a few months ago too that uh, we did on a show. Now this is long. Um, I'll, you know, I'll try to read it. Uh, here is something I haven't heard discussed on your show. Uh, this is a pro tip for anyone using automatic car washes. Uh, if if you buy a pass that loads a car, uh, like a Petrocana car or something like that, you need to tap the car to activate the car wash. The problem happens when you need to swipe the car. I first put the car in neutral before swiping the car. The problem occurs when you need to reach out your window, I guess, to swipe your car. Um, when you reach out, uh, your rear, rear end comes off the seat. I guess, yeah, because you're stretching, you're leaning, and I guess you take your weight off. It comes off the seat, and they automatically ship uh, car shifts into park because it doesn't detect someone in, in the seat. Uh, then he says, uh, you cannot shift your car in a neutral or, or in the car wash mode once there isn't any pressure on, on the wheels. Uh, very embarrassing. He says his pro tip, check this out. His pro tip is to get a telescopic extender and attach your car to it. So you can swipe the car without accidentally putting your car into park. He just thought he wanted to share that. Um, so it doesn't embarrass him when it happens to ice, ice people. So I don't know if you guys use, um, car washes, those Petrocana car washes or Esso car washes or any of the car washes down in the States where, you know, you have a car and you have to swipe it. I I like the thought, David. Uh, he's from Ottawa, by the way. Uh, I like the thought, but I don't think you need to uh, <laughs> make an extender with all that kind of stuff. What I would suggest you do, and I can tell you this from uh, firsthand experience, I have a Petrocanada um, 
seasons pass where you have 90 days and it loads it on the car and you can use it every day. Uh, and I also have the app and I just found this out with the app. Uh, you can log in and, and put your card on the app. There's a way to do it. It's not complicated. And then when, when you drive up to the screen, you don't even have to wind down your window or roll down your window. All you say is activate on your app. Press a button called activate. It'll ask you for a three-digit code. You look over to your left on the screen of where the car wash is, and that will display a code. You punch in the code that you're staring at into your phone, and magically it works. I don't know if this is just PetroCanada or I don't know if Esso or all the other car wash companies do the same thing. Uh, but here in Canada, PetroCanada is one of the big um, gas stations. And that's the only time I ever give a gas station any bit of my money. I don't know about you guys. I go to but, a Shell. And they oh, have a Shell. Card. That's the other one. Yeah, I do Shell uh, Tulsa's car wash. And they have, I have a card as well. And I swipe it. So what I do is I drive, <laughs> I drive close to the thing. So when I reach my hand out the window, I don't have to lift my, my butt off the seat. And I guess it depends on how, how long your reach is, right? Like, my reach is pretty short, right? I, my well, that's because you're like two feet tall. Yeah, I know. But well, why not just put it in park and then... Well, and, and that's then... what I did. And that's what I used to do before I put it on the app. I, and I actually, because I'm short, I had to actually open the door and wind down the window and reach over. So hold on a second. Your arm length is shorter than the mirror length? Okay, sorry. Let's just continue. I mean, yes. if you're sticking your arm out the window, you have to open the door to put your arm out the window. You're saying that your reach, if you drove closer to the thing wherever you're going, well, is I didn't shorter want to drive, than the mirror sticking out? I didn't want to drive that close, but no, my arm is not shorter than the mirror. <laughs> so I'm not a T-Rex. <laughs> so, people, like, people, if you're listening to the audio version, you got to look at the... Um, one minute 30 or one hour 30 minute mark and then you'll see what franklin is making fun of anyways <laughs> yeah so bottom line i don't know if shell i guess shell doesn't have an app franklin shell does yeah they do can you put your card on the app uh never yeah you can put the card on the app but when you drive up you don't have to punch in a number or anything you just say hey you're at this gas station and uh this car wash and poof your door just magically opens Poof. Okay. Well, yeah. with Petro, you got to put a, a little three-digit code in, and it works great. No, so, I got to unroll my window or anything. I just, like, drive in, get my car washed, and leave. Like a baller. Cool. Well, you want to be around those fumes as least as possible, right? And, you know, and, and as we talk about this, there's an element of people that are just cringing right now because they would never take their car through one of these car washes, <laughs> whether it's touchless or soft brush or anything, whereas my car, I used to drive it. I mean, I, yeah, I have it to drive it. So if it means I need to keep it clean and going through a car wash, so be it. It hasn't peeled off my PPF yet. <laughs> Darren, do you okay. take your car through a car wash? I haven't yet. Uh, it's a little, different on, a little different on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. For one, for one it, it rains every 12 hours. And when it doesn't, it's so mild out there, he can wash it in his driveway with a bucket. Exactly. I'm going to wash it later this week, actually. Yeah. I'll bring what mine by. What temperature is it out there? Come on. It, it make us feel bad. <laughs> I don't know. We had our fair stretch of cold weather there with snow, but right now it's like eight degrees. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> eight degrees. What is, what is ours, guys? What are, what are we sitting at here? Oh, we're minus four. Okay. 
that uh, that wraps it up for another uh, episode of the Tesla Talks podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we'll start at the top and work our way down. Darren, where can people find you when you're not here? DriveTeslaCanada.ca. DriveTeslaCanada.ca. And that's your website. That's your Twitter. That's even uh, your Twitter is DriveTesla. Twitter is DriveTeslaCA. Um, but all the links to social media are on, on the website. Perfect. Perfect. Keep up the good work, buddy. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Uh, Franklin, where can people find you? DriveTeslaCanada.ca. No, come on, come on. Don't, don't <laughs> I'm an avid writer. I'm an avid writer on Drive Oh, Tesla I see what you mean. Yeah, you've yeah. written two, two articles and it's gone to his head. I told two. you. We, I do we three have this, here. I've had this conversation with you, Darren. This is what I feared would happen. I told you. I warned you. <laughs> you did. I do three a year, okay? Yeah. Um, good, luck, good luck getting rid of them now. <laughs> and he's already started working on the first one. Yes, yes. For this year, Edit. yeah. He's revising the first one that he ever did. Paul, where can people find you? <laughs> youtube.com slash tesla connect or twitter.com slash tesla connect or no at tesla connect on twitter sorry Perfect. any uh any hints of upcoming videos or anything i promise we won't steal it hold on, hold on uh, get a paper. not really i'm struggling with a little bit uh, i need some ideas it's it's january it's a january blues yeah. i get it i totally get it buddy um, okay, but you put out great content, so very good. Thanks for putting that out for oh, us. Thank buddy. you. Yeah, uh, good job. Keep up the good work. Yeah, try where you, can people find you? I'm going to try you one more time, Franklin. Where can people find you? Am Franker on Twitter and Mother Franker on YouTube and three times a year on DriveTestCanada.ca. <laughs> he said that. Jeez. <laughs> um, any cooking stuff coming up lately? Uh, that that I missed the most. I, I, I want to get it going. Uh, just kind of did renovations on my kitchen, so I haven't been able to really record cooking you, because you could make a studio in your room. My whole kitchen is like basically a studio now. It's great. Oh, good. So we should yeah. expect some gourmet uh, delicacies soon. Oh, I never said the food would be better. Just the the production quality should be better. Well, we know that ain't gonna happen either. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I set the bar low. Um, uh, Dax, where can people find you? Right here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find it right here. If you're li listening to this and the audio podcast, then if you ever want to see us Jokers live, or not even live, but after the fact, go to YouTube if uh, you're so inclined and go to Dax M, one whole word, and you will find the Tesla Talks uh, channel there. And then, of course, Facebook. And we had this whole problem on Paul's podcast. I can never remember the Facebook uh, group names. So <laughs> if you're Model Y or Model 3, just, just put in Model Y or Model 3 and put in Canadian somewhere in there before or after, and you'll find me. <laughs> I think I'm there, there under Bailey. If you guys are watching live, though, you get to interact, ask questions, yeah. leave comments. Uh, it's a lot more fun um, it is. for you guys and for us, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you guys notice a lot of our, like we stop the podcast to answer what people are saying. And so if you guys get an opportunity, definitely watch live. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, it's better. You, no, you stop the podcast. I, I, I totally would ignore them only not intentionally, but just because I can't multitask that well. So thanks for, for, uh, you know, monitoring the, the chat session. And thanks for coming on guys and, and the people in the chat. Thank you very much. Uh, your participation every week is greatly appreciated and it, it makes it the show go better and it's more interesting when
and we have uh, input from the viewers at home. Thanks for watching. If you do have any questions, let us know and we'll get it on the next show. Thanks for watching. We will catch you next week. Nope, next month. Next month or next week. <laughs> I just just got to figure out how to stop this thing now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you. Oh, Paul, do your do your uh, your vintage over and out.